So it's been a while since I've had the Lenovo Legion Go, and I want to talk about how this device is held up after the initial launch. Like this is after the hype. And I want to talk about the improvements that I don't really see anyone talking about when it comes to this device. So with that being said, I'm Mikhail Casanova, and this is Decked Up, a gaming and tech podcast. Hello everyone, it's Mikhail Casanova, host of Decked Up, a gaming type podcast, and I'm back today to talk about this right here, the Lenovo Legion Go. Yes, I know I've got a lot on my desktop, I just haven't gotten around to like clearing it off or anything like that, but this device has now become my definitive go-to handheld gaming PC. I know there are other devices out there, the millions of Ionia devices, you got the AOK Zoe's, you got... You know, the ROG Ally, which I still use that. I still have the ROG Ally. I still love that device. And you've got the Steam Deck, which, you know, I've let you guys know I'm not really someone who cares about having a Steam Deck because I like having all of my launchers and not having to do all that extra tinkering. And since I don't want to do all that, I just have it right here. We're on my ROG Ally. And so, you know, that's, and that's not to say that's a bad option or anything like that. That's definitely one that's out there for y'all who want that. But this right here, is exactly what I wanted. I know the screen just turned on. Let me turn that screen back on. Like, come on back on, baby. There we go. So this right here, I got to talk about this because some of the things that have been like completely improved on this has been the Lenovo space. Like no one's really talking about that. No one's talking about how that is and how it's improved substantially over the time that this has been out. So we're going to talk about all that and more in this video. And if you're new to the channel or you're new to the podcast, make sure you do all the stuff that, you know, everyone likes, you know, YouTube and all that. And same thing with podcasting platforms, leave a rating, follow the show, share it around, leave a comment, all that other stuff. And uh, before we dive any further, we got to pay the bills, got to keep the lights on, utilities going, everything like that. Got to talk about the sponsor of this podcast, none other than Ewan Racing. I want to take some time today to talk about why. I think you need to pick up this chair, the E1 Racing Champion Series chair. Before we get into this video, if you want to pick up this chair at an extremely good discount, then make sure you use the code that's going to be on the screen right here. The link down in the description below that takes you to the site to purchase the chair and just throw in the code. And there you go. So all that being said, let's talk about this chair. So look, brace yourselves. This is just not another gaming chair. It's a throne for kings and queens of gaming. I've lounged in this bad boy for almost a year and it hasn't cracked or given out under the pressure of my weight at all. And I'm not a small guy. I'm a big guy. I'm six foot two. I'm 208 pounds. But when I had this chair initially, I was six foot two and I was 290 pounds. So that's a lot of weight that's sitting on this chair. And almost a year later, it's still holding up. And I have to say, when it comes to the weight of this chair, it is definitely heftier than my old gaming chair. But the weight, it just screams quality. From the polyurethane armrest to the memory foam embracing every curve of your back. All right, so let's talk about the juicy details, features, and specs. Now, the armrests, you can slide them and rotate them. You can lift them with the 4D adjustable setup. As far as height adjustability, it's got an easy lever, so you're soaring up or you're sinking down. 
It's got a recline to relax feature. So if you want to have a fancy power nap, you can do that. You can go from 85 to 155 degrees with another handy lever. You can also utilize tilt controls. So, you know, because sometimes you just want to rock. It's sturdy with a durable steel frame and a 120 millimeter class four gas lift that can support up to a whopping 400 pounds. The base, well, it's made out of aluminum five star wonder. It's got you anchored. Now, how's the ride? Rolling around, silky smooth on both carpets and hardwood. Adjusting, everything is at your fingertips. Whether I'm reclining for a quick siesta or adjusting for a marathon gaming session, this chair didn't just meet expectations, it obliterated them. Alright, so wrapping everything up, here are my final thoughts on the E1 Racing Champion Series chairs. If you're serious about your gaming and, more importantly, your comfort, this chair isn't just an option. It's the choice. All right, so we're back in it. I, look, sponsor part is over. We can go ahead and talk about this right here. And as you guys know, I did receive this as a review unit, and I also pre-ordered one, but that pre-order got lost in the mail, ended up ultimately getting refunded by Best Buy. That's old news. Review unit, you know, shout out to Lenovo for sending this over to me and allowing me to keep it. Typically, you don't get to keep items that you review. Like, you guys seen any of the things I reveal on the channel? If it's not a controller or a game or, you know, some type of hardware, typically you have to send it back. That, that counts for monitors, that counts for like, you know, laptops and all the other stuff I review. But this, I actually got to keep and I'm really happy about that. Um, this has been literally everything I wanted in one of these portable handhelds because the biggest thing for me, and I know a lot of people may not care about that, is the fact that it's got the removable, I'm going to continue to call it Joy-Cons. I know it's not officially called Joy-Cons, but I'm just going to call them Joy-Cons because essentially, what else do you want to call it? Like literally press the button, remove it, and then like slide it back in, press up, and then it's back and ready to go. So the reason I like this is because when I want to dock this to like play it on TV or play it on, you know, run through my capture card so I can stream or record footage or whatever. I can literally just put this on there, pull off the controls and I'm ready and set to go. And, and what it allows me to do because this has a trackpad on it and the functionality of being able to pull up the keyboard, go into your desktop, everything with button presses, this right here, it basically circumvents the biggest issue that I had with the ROG Ally, because with the ROG Ally, you need to keep a mouse and keyboard around you if you're going to do it, you know, like connected to a TV and have it docked or anything, because for whatever reason, you can't really do a lot of, you know, custom button combinations with a controller to be able to get around and navigate through Windows. Super annoying that that's there. That doesn't exist with this because you have the trackpad. It And basically, I know a lot of people may just use a regular Xbox controller, and I, I'm completely for that. But the fact that this right here, when you detach the Joy-Con, it's like, almost dropped that. <laughs> when you detach them, you can literally connect it, pull up the kickstand, and then just sit back, and you got the two controllers in there. And then if you want like to have like more of a controller-like feel, like sliding it in, kind of like, you know, the, the uh, Joy-Con grips, for the switch you can like buy third-party you know made ones off of ebay or aliexpress or off of uh, amazon and then just slide in and boom it's kind of got a weird angle most of them but for me i can just play it you know with them being handheld and the other thing too 
you know, if I want to have what I feel is the best FPS experience, then you can just put this in the mouse dock and then you're going to be able to hold it and you can just, you know, move around with your aiming and then move around the analog stick to get to where you want to go. And that to me, I feel like is a game changer. It's kind of the thing that I've seen with a lot of people. You know, a lot of people tend to say that they have issues with how the Legion Go and, and a lot of devices that are running Windows on a handheld are. Now, granted, I think this is because we're spoiled for choice at this point. You know, people are so used to the Steam Deck or, you know, lack of a better term, they're used to the Nintendo Switch. So they want that out of the box, just download your games and go from there type of experience. And when you're dealing with Windows and handheld, as much as people say that it's not the most optimized experience when it comes to handheld gaming, I kind of want to rail against that. But, you know, I don't have any issue moving around, like typing on the touchscreen, you know, maneuvering to different, you know, your home screen, everything like that is just really simple. You know, using this as a multimedia device, if you want to like, you know, read manga, read eBooks, you want to surf the web, you want to like watch media content. I think this right here in the way that, you know, Windows 11 has been getting so much better. I think there's really no issue with it if you're willing to or if you're used to Windows. I think for a lot of people, you know, they just don't like Windows. And I think that's it, it kind of is what it is. You know, I'm not going to really rail too hard on it, but I, I've just seen a lot of people that make a lot of complaints about this. And I'm just like, either you're not used to Windows or you just prefer SteamOS or you're, you know, more of a Mac user. That's kind of what that is. But for what it is, like, you know, I don't have antivirus on this. All I have is my launchers, my games, and literally what I need to do on it, you know, when I, I you know, Lenovo Legion Space, let's talk about that real quickly. A lot of people hate that. I wasn't a fan of it. You guys remember when I did the review of it. But Legion Space has gotten really good. Like, it's at a point now. I'm going to show you guys here. I'm going to pop it up, right? So let me hold it like this. Legion Space now automatically just, when you press the button, boom, is there. There's no latency or lag like it used to be. They have refined the software to be that much better. Not only that, let's go ahead and pull up the, um, you know, the TDP settings, all the quick settings, right? So if you press the button here, boom, it's right there. Pops up, right? Before, there used to be massive lag and latency with it. You know, it was completely unrefined. And like I told you guys before, a lot of this stuff, you got to give them a little bit of time. And once you do, it gets to be a better experience overall. So the software has gotten so much better. Legion Space, even though it's still technically, I mean, I'll pull it up for you guys. It's still technically a storefront for you to get, you know, gain to a discounted rate. And again, I'm going to continue to say that this is probably because Lenovo has some type of like partnership with Games Planet, which is why they're able to, you know, have those type of deals showcased but you know i don't use that you know the main thing that i do is i just go to my library and when i'm on my library i just go from there and you know it pulls everything like before it wasn't pulling you know your micro sd card or any of the um you know if you have like an external drive connected it wasn't pulling i don't have that issue anymore now it pulls all the information that i need it to and i can just go from there you know yeah you can do android gaming you know cloud gaming all that stuff that's there works perfectly fine you know i don't really use that much because i do have the razor edge for you know android gaming and as far as cloud gaming 
got the razor edge <laughs> to be honest i just i use that mainly for my cloud gaming uh i occasionally do use this for like game pass and sometimes for playstation uh remote play but uh i've got the playstation portal and that's my main device for playing playstation you know remote play type of games so like that's that's my go-to but this right here you know the way it is i i don't have issues with it anymore like yeah it's still a storefront but it's now perfectly functional perfectly res it responds and i don't really have any issue with it you know if you want to really you know the multi-touch functionality on windows 11 the way it is now i think it's perfectly fine but again everyone's not going to care about that so aside from that the other thing i love about the legion go and I said it in my review, I love the kickstand. Like, clearly they were inspired by what we saw in the Nintendo Switch with it having the kickstand. And I'm more so talking about the Switch OLED having the proper kickstand that we have. But also not only pulling from the Switch OLED, but it's also pulling from the Surface. You know, the Microsoft Surface uh, uh, devices that they have that have this, that have always had this type of capability. And th that's one of the ways you can actually look at this is it's a mini uh, surface in a way. Uh, and that allows you to have a lot of, you know, functionality with it. And I was actually looking around for a keyboard. So one of the things, too, is like if you want to travel with this. Now, the battery life on this is at the same type of battery life as the Steam Deck OLED. And you can tinker around and have pretty decent battery life. You know, if you're playing indie games or such, you know, you're not going to draw that much power. Older AAA titles, AA titles, you know, games not really from this generation, but back and way, way, way back run perfectly fine at the, um, you know, the, the uh, 10 watt TDP, as well as having it with the, uh, you know, the, the quiet mode. So, you're not going to ever really hear the fans ramp up. It's never going to really overheat. And you're not going to drain through your battery super quickly. Now, if you're playing AAA games, you know, something like Cyberpunk 2077, which, again, I always bring that up because that's the one that people immediately go to. I'm not really a fan of the game. Like, I have it. I've reviewed it. I have it on place. Well, I have it on PS4, PS5, Xbox. I got a review unit uh, code for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. But um, it's not a game that I'm really going to be playing a lot. But, you know, you can play that for like an hour, hour and a half on here. Um, you can play The Witcher 3 for, uh, you know, several hours if you put it on proper low settings. And if you want to play other stuff like Street Fighter or King of Fighters or anything like that, like me personally, I play a lot of uh, fighting games. I play a lot of, you know, platformers and stuff like that. So for me personally, I don't. You know, I don't really run into that battery life. I don't travel with this, but you can travel with it um, if you want to. Like, if you bring it with you, I'd say definitely bring, like, um, the power brick that comes with it. You know, maybe a keyboard, too. You know, and that way you're good to go. So if you want to go between playing it for fun, using it as an e-reader, or you want to get some productivity with this being an 8.8 screen, you know, if I want to jot down some notes or, you know, write a script or something or write a review. I can easily do that, surf the web, all that stuff, you know, read manga and such, ebooks, all that. This is perfectly, this is a perfect multimedia device. And um, the, the other thing too, is talk about the fans. The fans, like I, I've never really gotten to a point where 
they're too loud. You can put the fans on full blast mode if you wanted to, and that right there will keep it from completely overheating, but it's also going to draw more power, drain your battery more, and it's probably going to filter over into what you're hearing. So if you're going to run that route with it, I would definitely say make sure you, um, you know, <laughs> you're not playing anything too, too intensive and make sure you're near now. And, and that's the other thing too. People constantly complain about all oh, battery life is not great. You got to keep in mind, these are still first generation products in a way, you know, we're not at a point where they are going to be, you know, you're going to be playing something like Cyberpunk 2077. You're not going to be playing that for a super long time until maybe the second or third generation of handheld gaming PCs come out, you know? Um, and also better optimizations on windows will allow that to have, you know, less of a background draw that it currently has compared to something like steam OS. Um, but it, you know, it is what it is. I, I, people complain about it, but I'm like, you got a fully functional computer. You know, and I know people also say that you can get like a, a gaming laptop and you'll be just fine. To me personally, I'm not really going to be carrying around a gaming laptop. Again, I don't travel with this really. It doesn't really leave my house. But if I did, you know, this portable keyboard or like, you know, the one I have currently being this one right here from SteelSeries, traveling with that, and I'd say I'm, I'm pretty good to go. I can get my work done. I can, you know, game on it. I can do all the stuff that I need to do with it. Another thing, too, with this, um, and I definitely want to bring up is the uh, fact that the dual USB-C ports on here are really great. So if I want to use something like this, like I've got a flash drive here that has both USB-A, but also has USB-C. So I can plug that into the top port or the bottom port if I'm playing portably if I, or if I'm using it in general, pull off whatever I need on it. And I can also, you know, have it plugged in charging. Now, the other thing too I can do with this, if I had it near here, I think I did. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, you know, most, uh, actually, never mind. I got it right here. Most devices like, you know, these headphones that have both a wired and wireless connection, but the wireless connection requires you to plug in this USB-C dongle. Now, I can plug that in and have my, um, you know, my charging going at the same time. And if I, you know, if I want to put this in, you know, 25 or 30 watt, and, you know, full tilt, have the fans going, have my headphones on, and I'm good to go. You know, to me, perfectly, that that does what I wanted to do. But yeah, you know, all that being said, some of the things that I don't like about this is the fact that, you know, it's a fingerprint magnet. So, you know, if that's <laughs> I get a lot of comments on, uh, you know, when I do uh, tech reviews of stuff, people are like, oh, why you got so many fingerprints on it? Why does it look like it's being used? Why is it dirty? Because I'm not somebody that just gets a device uses it one time to do the video and throws it away. My stuff gets put through the ringer, right? I, I use my stuff. This is, you know, if I'm going to sound like your average consumer, which great content creator, if I'm going to sound like him, like a real day in the life, I'm using my, you know, this is a real day in the life. Mine's gets used. I'm not going to have just a setup and, and devices that I don't use other than one time. So yeah, 
you know, it is, <laughs> it captures fingerprint smudges all over. It's real bad, as you can see on the trackpad, it's really bad on the, the D-pad and everything like that. It just is what it is. You know, that's um, an unfortunate thing about this. But yeah. Uh, other thing too, I've seen people say that the bezels on this are too big. I, I mean, I... Uh, oh, I don't pay attention to bezels <laughs> to be complaining about something like that. But I, I mean, if they are too big, it, it just doesn't bother me. But maybe it bothers you. I don't know. Um... Uh, what else is there? Uh, micro SD card slot. I've seen some people say they've had issues with it, but generally, um, I've had no issues with micro SD card issues at all or my, micro SD card usage. Period. Mine's has been perfectly fine. You know, I've literally been able to just use whatever micro SD card I go back and forth between. You know, using the micro SD card on here and the ROG Ally. So, you know, no issues there at all. Other thing too. Uh, let's talk about the screen. So. It doesn't have VRR you know, or variable refresh rate. So uh, that's something a lot of people take issue with. And I, I, I said it in my review and also in the comparison with the ROG Ally. That's not really a big deal to me. I don't really care if it has VRR support or not. Um, 144 hertz, 2K screen. Now, the 2K screen, I will say, it's interesting that it has that. And, I, you know, I, I'm not someone who really cares that much about it. Like, it's cool you're running older titles at a higher resolution. Newer games, you know, you know that's something that's going to be a battery drain. Higher refresh rate, higher resolution are going to be ultimately battery drains on this device. So you want the best battery life drop it down to 1280 by 800 drop it to 60 hertz and there you go um if you want if you're running newer games i would just drop it to 1920 by 1200 or you know 1280 by 800 and then go from there you'll have better performance overall better battery life again this is something a lot of people just don't talk about and something i see people who are doing reviews just it seems like it slips them and again i'm not throwing shade it's just something that i observe so that's that's the thing but you know having quick settings for your uh, refresh rate you know uh, resolution bluetooth wi-fi everything right there you know being right there you got the radeon uh, super rss or you know super resolution or uh, radeon super resolution rsr being selectable right there. You can turn it off, turn it on. Frame rate monitor, if you want to turn it off and on, you can. You know, going to different things, controller key mapping, everything being right there. Quick system select uh, selection, file manager, all this stuff being like literally right there. Love it. You know, I love the screen too. I, I, I'm not going to even lie. Like when I'm consuming media or reading, uh, some, you know, playing some older titles, looks really freaking good. I, I can't knock it. Uh, but I think for general gameplay, you know, I think it's perfect to just do 800p or 1080 and just going from there. I don't, I, I feel like 2560 by, um, you know, or 2K resolution, I think that's kind of overkill and unnecessary, especially when you're not going to get that performance 
unless you are running everything at very low settings for newer games and also well, new AAA titles. Very low settings, and also you've got RSR turned on, and you've got it plugged in to do either 25 or 30 watt. That point, it makes sense. But ultimately, I, I personally, I just I don't see the point. So uh, other things I want to talk about too. It having the um, Hall effect senses in it. Never going to get stick drift ever with this. Very unlikely, but I'm just going to say never. Um, instead of using, you know, this, the, the traditional potentiometers, it's got magnetic hall effects. So no, no stick drift at all. I absolutely love it. I love the feel of it. I know some people have said that the sticks feel too small, but I'm like, compared to a traditional Xbox uh, controller, it's relatively the same size analog stick. The only thing I wish I'm bringing that up. The only thing I wish he did with the this is instead of using this awful D-pad, which is still awful, wish they would have put a disc one, kind of like they did with the um, with uh, like Asus did with the ROG Ally. D-pad is still trash. Um, getting I've at this point after having this for you know since launch. I've gotten over the uh, placement of starting. I don't say starting select. I know I'm not starting select, but this is, tells you how long I've been a gamer since the NES days. So starting select being where they are. Uh, initially, I know I complained that I wish that they were at the top, but I understand having them where they are means I'm not going to accidentally, uh, you know, no accidental presses. Ultimately, the engineering of it makes sense. And so I don't really have an issue with that. I know some people have also complained about the placement of the modular buttons and everything like that. They don't bother me at all. I don't accidentally press them because you got to actually put effort to press these. So, you know, I don't have the issues whatsoever. Um, but ultimately, you know, as a, as a whole package at this point with the improvements in the software, firmware, um, the, speed at which everything launches now how great games play on it i can't say that this is a maybe anymore i think at this point if you're looking at getting this or you're looking at getting the rog ally in comparison to those two devices i think this is the better buy ultimately which is something that i said in the long run that this is going to be the definitive device that's out as of you know we're talking and after the updates, firmware patch, you know, firmware updates, uh, patches, software updates, and everything like that, this has really become, I think, the better overall package. The main thing that the ROG Ally has over this is um, better D-pad, in my opinion, um, better triggers because they got the hall uh, hall effect triggers, and um, better speakers. Speakers on this are not that great. You can throw in variable refresh rate if you care about that being on the ROG Ally. But ROG Ally has a lot of things that it just doesn't do well with. And it's the fact that battery is not that great. Battery drains quickly. Micro SD card issues um, that were plaguing a lot of people. Although they have fixed that issue. Um, if you got yours, um, you know, RMA'd or if you went and bought one of the newer ones, then that's fixed. I think they also fixed that with uh, software updates too. Uh, and firmware updates, so basically the fan just kicks up more where the uh, micro SD card slot is, so to keep it from overheating. 
but generally i think this is a better buy i know some people have complained about the weight of it I... okay <laughs> i find that to be a very weird complaint uh i don't find it to be too heavy which i've seen people say that to them it's too heavy as well um feels fine to me you know it just I, I guess in comparison to something like the Steam Deck, maybe that's, you know, you might find it too heavy or something like the Switch. But uh, I think if you're looking at this, you know what you're getting into. And that's something else I, I kind of want to bring up is that a lot of people, you know, just need to do their research. You know, if you want a Steam Deck, a Steam Deck like experience, get a Steam Deck. You want a Switch like experience, get the Switch. If you want to be able to play everything and not have to deal with, you know, tinkering to get other launchers to run natively, then get this. If you don't like Windows, don't get it. I don't know what else to say about that. You know, that's just my, as someone who's used to Windows, who's been using it professionally when I was in IT, as I am using it for as a content creator, you know, I don't have an issue with it. But I'm also versed in Linux. Windows, Mac OS, Chrome OS, you know, I, I, across the board, I use everything. So everything comes naturally. But if you're not someone who's used to Windows and you just want something out of the box to start playing, get a Switch or get a Steam. But for what it is, I think, you know, as it is on the market, I would just say that the Lenovo Legion Go is the best portable gaming PC handheld on the market right now. But uh, all that being said, what do you guys think about the Lenovo Legion Go? You know, have you enjoyed the updates that Lenovo has pushed out for this device um, that have made, you know, the TDP and quick settings as well as launching Lenovo Legion Space better, in my opinion? Like, do you, do you feel the same way? Do you not? Whatever your thoughts are, let's go ahead and get it in the comment section down below as well as talk about it on the if you're on a podcasting platform leave a comment yeah, i'm also going to have a poll you can interact with that and um yeah you know if you want to pick one of these up i will have affiliate links down in the description below if you want to get from amazon or best buy or if you want to get it i'll also have it pinned to uh the youtube's thing that they have now you can pin items and uh, we can go from there so all that being said let me know what you guys think if you enjoyed this video do all the stuff that youtube likes like share comment subscribe uh, become a channel member if you want to and uh all that being said yeah love this device can't wait to see what we get further from other competitors and um again thank you to lenovo for uh sending me a review unit so all that being said i'll catch you guys in the next one stay safe be blessed enjoy the holiday season as we're wrapping up 2023 and uh yeah see you guys in the next one aloha ahuiho and uh see you around